ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keuchel Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner... To Socks on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Tony, aka Tony on Tap. And we're here to recap another White Sox loss. Six to five again to the Los Angeles Angels. Before we get into this one, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at Untap Sportsnet. Following Tony at Tony on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Also, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, if you get the opportunity, please go over to the YouTube, subscribe to the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube channel, hop into the comment section with us, and talk about these White Sox games, whether it's win or losses. Also, BetRivers.com, use promo code ONTAP because you can get $250 of your first deposit back from BetRivers. That's $500 available to you from Tony. So go to BetRivers.com, use promo code ONTAP. Tony, Ad reads, mouthful, White Sox losing again, expected. How you feeling after going to this one today? I didn't expect this one, man. I was just on this show last night on these airwaves talking with uh, our guy Johnny about uh, a White Sox winner that felt really good. And, um, you know, I, I spent the afternoon at the ballpark. It was a little little chilly, a little misty. Um, and I watched uh, a White Sox offense kind of limp through uh, a ball game. I was on here last night. Like I said, I preached one thing. You're going to have to score runs and give Dallas Keuchel some run support. Offense didn't do that. I thought, you know, for all intents and purposes, man, Dallas wasn't there today. The offense wasn't there today until late. It was just, you know, it, it was far too late for them to mount that comeback. They had an opportunity to win this game in the ninth, but there were plenty of opportunities along the way today, Buzz, for this team to put a couple runs on the board, um, and they failed to do that. Um, just uh, another one that, that really hurts. Yeah. Three for nine with runners in scoring position tonight. Like you pointed out before the show started, um, you know, and then Dallas Keuchel on the mound, who's been struggling. He's got an 8.40 ERA, Tony. He's been pretty terrible. Uh, dating back to last year, obviously how bad he was. Um, the change from the 2020 year to now, um, is, is just so, so substantial. It's almost hard. It's just hard now because I, there's no way to defend him. Even if you're a fan of him, he's been that bad. Um, he's had his comments in the locker room and stuff like that, but run support would, wouldn't have done anything for him because the Sox at this point haven't been able to provide it. So Dallas needs to be damn near perfect. And he wasn't, and he let up four runs. He, uh, he, he goes five innings tonight, six hits, four runs, all of them earned. He walks five <laughs> strikes out one and lets up a long ball and 79 pitches finishes the game again with an 8.40 ERA. You know, Buzz, the, the, the thing that was so drastically different than yesterday is Vinny Velasquez goes out there. And doesn't walk anybody. Yeah, Dallas he was unbelievable Keuchel, yesterday. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel comes out today, issues a ton of free passes, gives up some long balls. 
Yeah. You know, you're going to get beat every now and then. I, I I still think some of this is a little bit on the White Sox offense. I'm, I'm a little oh, mad that yeah, you know, you some you know inability to capitalize on things earlier in this game. But overall, you know, I, I'm looking at the at the line here. There were a couple balls that were hit in the air today, Buzz, where you really would have liked to have seen a ground ball, and that's what Dallas Keuchel kind of prides himself on. Again, you're going to get beat sometimes, but the angels won this ball game, you know, theoretically on a sack fly that if you don't have a sack fly there, you just have the ground ball, you know, maybe a run doesn't score. It just seems like the ball is in the air a little bit too much. I don't know what the exact stats say, but for a guy who's out there to get you ground balls in big spots, didn't happen. So here we are once again. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dallas not doing his job to uh, how we're accustomed to and what he uh, probably expects of himself, plus the offense still struggling because, I mean, everybody who's probably listening to this without watching, like you said, um, you know, would be surprised here. Five innings put up in the in the ninth inning by the Sox, and they only lose this one by one. Five runs in the, in the ninth inning. Six to five is, is, is how this game ends. Sox string 12 hits together, most of them, like you said, coming really in the ninth inning there, making their little comeback. Um, the inconsistencies of the offense are going to hurt no matter who is starting, even though we've been, we've gotten some brilliance out of Dylan Cease. We've also outside of the last start for the most part, have had witnessed some brilliance out of Michael Kopech. Uh, you know what Lucas Gelito is going to bring you. Um, but the offense isn't stringing enough together, any offense for anybody, whether you're Lucas Gelito or struggling Dallas Keuchel or on fire Dylan Cease. It, it's a problem. Um, I really hope it doesn't remain a problem, but I don't know. Do, uh, the, does here's here's my question for you. How do we get Dallas Keuchel right? Does I don't think it, you do. I don't. I don't. Twenty twenty. Buzz shaves his beard. Dallas Keuchel has a Cy Young. You know. You yeah. know. He's on the Cy Young voting. Yeah. No. Twenty twenty two. You're not going to shave your beard to bring Dallas Keuchel back. No, I won't. No. No, I won't. I, if it was like Cesar Giolito, I'd give it up for him. But Dal- Dallas Keuchel and his comments and watching Steve a couple episodes ago uh, ago go off on him and just tell him to shut the fuck up and stuff like that. I, I pretty He much spoke again it. today. He spoke again today. Yeah, he said that uh, his struggles this year are unlike last year's struggles, that right now everything feels good, that there's just, you know, some bad luck behind it and some other stuff. I mean, and that's totally possible. Dallas doesn't want to let go. You know I mean? He's not, he's getting paid pretty heavily right now. This is probably his last big contract. You know um, he's a former Cy Young winner. He's a competitor. He's a former world series winner, whether or not you want to count it because of the cheating that the Astros did or whatever. Dallas Keuchel is a professional's professional. He, and he's got some fire behind him. He wants to be good. But uh, the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter what he say last two years, he's been trash. But right now, you can't even mask it because the offense for the White Sox has been just as bad as him. So there's no blame. There should be no blame passed around here, really. Uh, you, you sucked as a collective. You lose as a collective. That's it. And, you know, you're you're kind of right there in, in a sense. Um, you know, I just want to go and, and, and just talk about the bullpen in this game. Uh, Ryan Burr comes out, works that scoreless inning. He got touched up a little bit in his first appearance back. Uh, really good to see him get out there. Uh, he did issue two walks, uh, but he gets out clean. Uh, Ruiz comes in uh, himself and uh, also has a very 2022 Jose Ruiz clean inning 
what are we getting here with Jose Ruiz as this goes on? He's been a real bright spot on a very bleak team. I, I just feel like it's like that guy that you get behind, right? Like, oh man, this guy's killing it. And then when the when the time comes to really be like, oh, he's been on fire all year, he's he's gonna be the guy that gets rocked. I mean, we've seen Jose Ruiz before. I mean, he's pitching real well right now. Let's see if he can do it. So you don't think this is going to last? You think it's going to come back and bite us at a a really – I'm sure it will. I'm I'm sure it will. Yeah. I'm sure the baseball gods will be like, yeah, we dangled this carrot because that's what your owner said to do, dangle the carrot, and you believed in him, and then we rocked him. So we'll see what happens. But, I mean, come on, man. He's been around here for two, three, four years. I mean, we know we're going to get out of Jose Ruiz every time. You know, he he might give you a good – uh, a good appearance, you might give you a shitty appearance. I'm not really super stoked. Just like people say, don't panic about how the Sox have started. Don't praise either until it becomes a consistent thing. And Jose Ruiz, I'm not ready to give my praises to until it's a full season of, of baseball. That that sample size. That's where I'm at. Hey, that's fair. That's that's perfectly fair. I, you know, I just I I think he's been a bright spot. We've talked about him on this on this show. Uh, quite a few times and uh, in very positive conversation. It's just weird to me because we all know that there's a a meme floating out there about, you know, Jose Ruiz makes me specifically drink that Johnny made at one point in time. (laughs) Um, Buzz, uh, after that, Tanner Banks comes and gets touched up a little bit today. uh, And then they go to Foster. I did see Liam Hendricks warming in the bullpen. Um, you know, at the end of the ninth inning, I, I believe we would have went to him if uh, if it got that far, but it did not. Um, you know, overall bullpen really okay in, in today's ball game. They they held it here uh, outside of Tanner Banks, kind of gave up some insurance runs, but that dude's been more than you can ask for. Yeah, Tanner Banks has been great. He, I mean, he aired crochet this far this year. I'll tell you what, he he pitched a lot. He had forty four pitches tonight. In in uh in an inning in a in what a third yeah one point one so I mean you know he he pitched pretty well forty four you know but he did let up the two earned runs but again I mean the game the game was already four nothing at that point you know uh, what are you gonna do <laughs> you know see I don't I don't like seeing that this team is the the twenty twenty one Twins yet that kind of hurts um, I'm not I'm not ready the, to say, I'm not ready to put it there yet no I'm not ready to put it there yet but I'm just gonna throw throw some comments up. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Stokes in here. Dallas is cooked. Uh, yes, thanks, I agree with thanks Stokes. Thanks for tuning in, Brandon. Uh, Nathan, uh, Dallas is an Astros double agent. Um, that is the most realistic thing I've heard on the show in a long time. Well, you know, it's not tinfoil hat Tuesday yet. Maybe we'll we'll get there at some point. Um, you know, let's let's get to this ninth inning buzz. Okay. Uh, you know, the crowd all game. For, it was it was a fairly decent crowd. Oh, from um, all the pictures I saw online, Tone, you had a hell of a time getting in there, and you had a hell of a time getting out. I did not have a hell of a time getting. Wow, in that's what out. I saw online. Everybody was saying, like, "Holy shit!" You know, it was yeah, crazy, not, very busy. Did not have that problem. I was actually one of the last cars into uh, lot B. Walked oh, okay. right up, walked right in. I was in about about uh, yeah, probably about half hour before the game started. Didn't have that problem. Uh, on the right side gates over there in lot okay. B. Just, oh, good for you. There you it go. Was, it was fairly simple. I did see pictures, though. Apparently, a lot of people did have issues getting in the gates. The, I will say this. The line was a little bit of a wait, um, okay. and uh, they, they did have some gates shut. I did hear from one of the employees who was who was taking tickets that uh, they were short-staffed um, because of yesterday's ball game being a rain lay. Ah, uh, they were short staffed. So I don't know what that means. 
in in Jerry speak buzz, but it just sounds like maybe Jerry met his employee budget for the weekend and, and you know, wanted to staff this one a little bit differently. Gotcha. Okay. If you were one of those fans who were stuck uh, in the lines, don't blame the employees. There's one person that that should be blamed on. Am, am I am I wrong saying that, Buzz? Absolutely not. Okay. Jerry, Jerry, it's your fault. It's all your fault. But yeah, like you said before we got on that that ninth inning, you said you had a great time in that ninth inning. Some of the, in your words, some of the most exciting White Sox baseball you've gotten to witness this year. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, in person, uh, especially. You know, they, they, you get yourself into a ball game where you're down 6-0 in the bottom of the ninth. And I've watched this team in the bottom of the ninth. Most people, it's it's turn the game off territory, go home time. Uh, it was not go home time today. And, you know, I will say this. It was. It was, Buzz. It was the most fun I've seen this White Sox team have and, and the most fun I've seen the ballpark outside of opening day. Were you one of the shirtless dudes in the outfield? I was not one of the shirtless dudes in the outfield. I was <laughs> down the down the uh, down the third baseline there near the foul pole. I did see the shirtless dudes. Um, you know, at, at one point in the night, good juju, huh, Tom? Yeah, they were bringing some good juju. They got the place alive. I will say this. I will say this. When the crowd is rocking, this White Sox offense seems to do a little bit better. You had the shirtless dudes in the outfield. And then you had an A balloon break away from the happy birthday and the A balloon <laughs> made its way from, uh, you know, uh, somewhere uh, maybe two sections from the outfield over all the way down behind home plate. There was a lot of chanting. People were getting excited, having fun. And, you know, the White Sox offense starts to starts to move a little bit here. You had yourself a, a nice little comeback. Unfortunately, ends with Gavin Sheets, uh, you know, making the final out with the bases loaded. I will say this, if Jose Abreu got a hit there instead of being hit by a pitch in that situation right Maybe before, we'd be talking about something different right you now. Might be, we might be talking about something different right now. And I, I thought and I had a little bit of hope that this was going to be that game where this team solidified its turnaround. They came so close there. The energy in the ballpark finally lifted for just a little bit. It looked like people were having fun. There was so much going on. And... It, Man, it, it just too short there at the end. That hurts, I think, even just a little bit more. I, you know, I just, it, it sucks, man. It sucks that they came away short here because it would have been that win. It would have been the, the win that people talked about for the rest of the year. I, I think that you could take like the play that they've had over the last few days or something like that and, and maybe try to spin that into a positive. Like, you know, maybe they're going to be on their way back here. I mean, let, let's be honest. Um, the Angels have been playing really good baseball all year. They finally have a pitching staff, okay, to go along with with their offense. Because I mean, me and you talked about this last year. Their offense was never the issue. <laughs> you, know, you know, it was it was their pitching. They got some pitching now over there. You know, um, I feel like the Sox are playing this team competitive, especially within the last two days. And again, yeah, they sucked all the way up until the ninth inning today. But still, they strung some uh, runs together and made it a game. So maybe this still could be subtly a turnaround. Um, you know, within the, within the offense and within the team itself to start making some special things happen here and finally get on the W column. I you hope know? so. I hope that that's what happens because you know what they had, they did play a competitive ball game today, especially in that ninth inning. I'm not going to give them too much slack here though. At the end of the day, it needs to be a win yeah, in order for it to be, you know, a, a successful day at the ballpark, but you could take away a few things here. 
I like the fact that they didn't go down without a fight. They yeah. could have went one, two, three in that ninth inning, and and there would have been no day. fun in the ballpark. It, the, the results still the same, but you have to start to bring some of those vibes that Juju, the fight, the 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 just the sense that this team is dangerous because they can be. You have to be dangerous in these ball games. You know, when you're forcing pitching changes in the ninth inning because you were down by six and all of a sudden this thing gets closed. Yeah, all of a sudden you're back competing now. Yes, so you're back competing, and that's what you want to see this ball club do. It's a little bit different than some of those ball games earlier this week where, you know, it's the ninth inning and you can pack it in because you damn well know this team's not going to get a hit. You have to have you have to give people a reason to stick around, right. and I, I, I liked that. I liked that fight. Yeah, I'm hoping they can turn this into a thing. You know, um, I, again, we we said this last time we were on together, which was Friday night when you and I did the episode together. That we've been waiting for this offense to turn around, and make something happen, and string you know string together some wins because they have the talent to do it. Um, you know, again with Dallas Keuchel on the mound, him not pitching really great. Um, you know, I kind of get it, but at the same time, just them going so dark and quiet like they do inning after inning and then finally stringing some runs together. It's just not enough to get the job done, whether it's fun or not. And I don't, I don't know how to get there. And uh, I feel like I sound like a broken record from the last episode because I kept repeating that, but maybe, like I said, maybe this is the big turnaround. You have one more game against, you know, the angels here uh, tomorrow. And then you go into your series against the Cubs. So uh, maybe that'll be a turnaround tone. I don't know, but maybe it'll be something. It's got to be something. It it has to. The, there's, you know, it, it still says World Series or bust on the White Sox talk, uh, you know, podcast Twitter profile there. Right. I, I think the expectations are still the same. So if 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 we're going that route, there has to be a turnaround. There has to be a unifying moment. They have really dug themselves a very very deep hole that they seemingly have, you know, just continuously tried to climb out of but you know end up digging themselves further into right you know and and that's why i said end of the day the result isn't what they needed here i i don't know how you get out of this i i I really don't but it's gotta be something they have to figure it out i mean injuries have been trash uh especially the timing of them everything that's kind of gone down with that the inconsistencies from top to bottom outside of a guy named really Tim Anderson at this point, who's batting a crazy three thirty three, struggling struggle get uh, three hits again today. Um, really the guy making it happen out there. Uh, they, they have to figure it out, especially tomorrow. Um, Cause you're going up against Sandoval tomorrow. Who's a very good pitcher. Um, I'll read you his stats real quick. Just to preview it. It's Patrick Sandoval his left-handed pitcher. For those of you don't, that don't know, he's one to know he's got a clean our ERA. He's pitched in 15 innings this year. He's only let up nine hits. He struck out 20. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Sox got their last win against the left-handed pitcher, if you remember. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we can do that again because he's going up against um, Dylan Cease, our, our mustached uh, hero. 2-1 and one with a 3.27 ERA, 22 innings pitch. He's let up 16 hits. He has struck out 28, walked 10, and let up one long ball. So Dylan Cease, arguably the best pitcher on the staff tomorrow, going up against Patrick Sandoval. It's going to be a good pitching matchup. It's going to be a very, very interesting pitching matchup. Uh, you know, you, you're throwing, uh, you know, our, I guess, is he still our ace, Buzz, right now? Who, Cease? Yeah. I mean, 
I don't want to upset well, I mean, all, all the Giolito people or the Lance Lynn people. I don't know. I think well, doing... Lance Lynn's not in the rotation right now. Well, so I'm going to say, the, like, yeah, that's you know, very true. true. I, I guess it's now between him and Giolito. Uh, and, and you could add Kopech in there for the first couple starts, but I'm sure people say Giolito. I mean, for um, a lot of people after yesterday, Vinny, Vinny Velo's the race. Oh, I, my, I saw some oh my hot God. takes flying on Twitter. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny Velo? Vinny Velo. Where's yeah. the t shirt at? Vinny Velo. That's what Johnny was saying. Vinny vibes. Vinny Velo. He, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. It's a, it's a cool name. It's a cool nickname, Vinny Velo. It is a, it is uh, a I dig. Name. I dig that. I really do. But is Dylan C still the age? I mean, he's been our best pitcher this year, I guess, arguably. Um, you know, but uh, outside of Jose Ruiz, that is. Uh, you know, Dylan C, he's going to have a tough task tomorrow. This isn't This isn't the Detroit Tigers. This is Shohei Otani. It's it's Mike Trout, Mike Trout Anthony Rendon. Rendon. Yep. So it's, it's going to be a tougher tougher for him to get through the first two times through the order without getting touched up a little bit. This will be a good test for him. I think he should rise to the occasion, though, Buzz. It's it's really going to be on this White Sox offense once again. This guy's got twenty Ks in what two or three starts here? Yeah, fifteen innings. Twenty Ks in fifteen innings. So yeah, he, he's very good. Very good. Um, so it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Sox maybe they do, do well against left-handed pitchers for the most part. So maybe this will be a, a good, you know, a good time to really mess him up and bring his numbers up where they belong. That's well, I love, I love the, uh, the vibes there, Buzz. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> What else do you say? They suck. We're in trouble. I don't <laughs> no, know. No, you no, know? no. You don't say that. <laughs> you don't say that because you know, it's the same thing over. We've got to beat the drum. This team should be playing better. And we all know they should. We all know yeah. they should be playing better. Are they a bad ball club right now? They sure look like it. Um, you know, I just you're gonna have to do something and, and hopefully you carry over what you had in that ninth inning. Uh, that'd be quick great. Turnaround. Quick turn. <laughs> yeah, quick like you said, quick turnaround. <laughs> bring bring it on, dude. Play with some confidence heading into the crosstown series, you know. Um, very early this year, but bring it in there, man. You know, uh press. Do something. Pretend like it's important because it is because you're not playing well. You're eight and thirteen. So you know, let's catch up. Let's start stringing some wins together. Uh, no matter who the opponent is, just start doing it now so we don't fall too far away. You yep. know. That, before we get, before we get to some picks to click, buttons, let's yeah. let's get a few baseball White Sox Nuggets out there. Um, the rosters are going to be going down in size. Right. Yeah, um, you know, Larusa said before the game we're probably going to drop one pitcher, one hitter. Who's going down? Any early predictions? Shit, that's tough. Um, I think Mendick probably. I think Danny okay. Mendick will end up going down. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't think Berger is going to go anywhere. I think Berger. I mean, outside of shortstop, you know. Uh, and you got Josh Harrison already. You got Louis Garcia already up on this roster. I don't think there's any uh, need um, for Danny Mendick, honestly. And I and you know I'm not trying to say that to sound like a dick. I like Danny Mendick. I think that Danny Mendick <laughs> saying that to sound like a dick. I'm I like not Danny because Mendick. a lot of a lot of people like I don't you know a lot of people don't like Danny Mendick. I, I don't know. And then maybe I don't see Foster going anywhere. I mean, out of our pitching, I I don't know. I think that's why you saw Ryan Burr today. Now, I think that's why you saw Ryan Burr too. It gave I think him that another might have been chance. why you saw Ryan Burr. Uh, you, and you know, I don't know. You know, they can, they can. I don't know the actual rules here. I see Alex Rudes in here. So yeah, Alex Rudes, Severino. If and, 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 
and Rude's always wrong. right. Sever, yeah, Severino was was kind of my pick there in the bullpen if it wasn't potentially Ryan Burr or um, Kyle Crick um, were, were kind of my guys that I thought you know could be on that short list there um, to go down. But I don't know how this plays into options and everything. Uh, in guys kind of I just think it's bullshit if I'm sorry I just think it's bullshit if, J- if Jake Berger goes down I think it's bullshit if Jake Berger goes down too yeah. here and and Alex brings up uh, a point you know you can get him an AB every day that he can't and get Alex in the is bigs. Right. Per usual. that that's that's uh that's correct uh oh I was incorrect there Crick they already sent down this is why we've oh, got man. Alex Rude in here spot checking what we're saying so thank you Alex you're you're my guy I've had a couple of beers today um the oh, the uh the, the thing that I disagree with on the, you know, send Berger down to go get at bats is that his at bats have been more productive than what you've seen from guys like Lurie Garcia. And to an extent up until the last few ball games, Josh Harrison, and he's also played a really solid third base defense. I don't know why. I just feel that Jake Berger deserves to be on this ball club. I think so. In whatever facet whether that's playing second base, backing up Yohan Moncada, coming off the bench and being a threat late in games, um, the, the bat plays, I, you know, I would give him the chance to play second. I would honestly, seriously, seriously consider the thought of potentially seeing if Yohan Moncada would be willing to taking some reps at second base. He's been there before and have both of those bats in the lineup. This team is, the, the batting order is just so much deeper when you have Yoan Moncada and Jake Berger in it. And if you're going to have to DH Osmani Grandal, because we talked about this just a few days ago, something is not right there. He still had the knee injury last year. He's going to see a fair share of at-bats at DH. Eventually, when you do get Eloy Jimenez back, you know you're going to need something here. If you're stacking this lineup with the best bats that are available, Jake Berger and Yohan Moncada are most likely in it. So you're going to have to work it out one way or the other, unless you're willing to sacrifice Yasmani Grandal. I'm not sending Jake Berger back down to AAA buzz just because Grandal is going to eat up those at bats there. And I'm already sort of getting disappointed in the Reese McGuire, uh, you know, having to be in as a defensive catcher using Grandal in the DH spot. Yeah, I mean, that's limiting that he's, that right he's playing the, every day. Yes, the point. options are are very limited with this. Right, yeah. I, I, I hate that, that he's playing every day at this point. But I, I basically echo everything that you said. Um, And just to throw my own little, you know, sprinkle on there is I, I, I really hope that – um. The, the Jake Berger does not go down. I think that his bat, again, it plays, it's been doing well in this lineup. I think that this any more than anything, the Sox need uh, some good offense <laughs> and instead of the guy who's been providing some of it down, I think is idiotic. And that's where I stand on it. Personally, I think that he can play second. I think he played third. You have Josh Harrison. You have Louis Garcia already on this roster. They can fill in the shortstop position when they need to. You yeah. let Jake Berger get some play. You let Jake Berger get some run. And maybe with some consistency within the lineup, he can make something special. Ha- Not special, special, but you know what I'm saying? He could be a force within this lineup that, you know, brings you something. Uh, rather than a guy like Danny you, Mendick for defensive. You don't want automatic outs in no, your you everyday don't. lineup. You just no, you, don't. You, 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 don't. You, you know, in today's ball game, I will get on this one. This isn't even the – and I think it goes down to the fact that your lineup construction is so limited when you have to have Yasmani Grandal's bat in there at the H and Reese McGuire, you huh. know, in, in there at catcher. And this has nothing to do with Reese McGuire – 
behind the plate. I think he's absolutely phenomenal back there. I'm very comfortable with his defense. I'm comfortable with the way he calls the ball game. Comfortable with all that. It's it's the fact that you start to look at the back end of this lineup right now, and it's you know Harrison's kind of a question mark at points. Uh, if Danny Mendick's in there, Larry Garcia. That's not Larry Garcia slander. That's just who's at the back end of the lineup. You know, you've got uh, who who else is bringing up the rear down there? Uh, there's well, a, there's you have a Harrison, you have AJ Pollock, you have Mendick. Well, AJ Pollock's been terrible since he's come back. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I I, but, I don't know. You know, you can't right. you can't stack the back end of this lineup with it and expect to string together you know, the, what you saw in that ninth inning all the time, because you're going to just run into these problems over and over again. This lineup is far more sexy when you've got Jake Berger and Yohan Moncada in the same infield in some sort of combination comparative to all the other options that are on the table, because otherwise it's Harrison, it's Mendick, it's Garcia. It's, it's guys that aren't every day. It's MLB it's, players. It's, it's guys that shouldn't be in the lineup every single day. And Jake Berger so far has has shown me that he deserves to be in the lineup more than any of those other guys. So where are we at with this? Right, there's got to be a way to make this work. Well, I guess and, we'll, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if we're gonna try and get smart with some stuff, that's the way to do it. the other, The only other time we're gonna find out buzz is when Yohan Moncada comes back, and uh, rumor has it he uh, left the yard in uh, in Charlotte today. So well, he winced in pain after an at bat, is what I saw. On I Twitter. did not see that. Uh, you want me to send it to you right now? I'll send it to you right now. Uh, I know we're not live on the air, but if, if you didn't see that, just go ahead and, and, and type that in. Uh, Yoan Mankata did wince today after an at-bat, winced in pain. Um, so I got to find that 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 tweet, and I will send it to you, Tony. But Please yes, do. Please do. Alex Rude's also in here. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. He was uh, talking to his Dodger fan friends uh, about the typical Pollock season with lots of cold streaks. Uh, with heaters that when he's hot, he's hot. Um, you know, I, I, I've heard this as well. I've followed Pollock, um, his, his career, just, you know, playing fantasy baseball and just being a fan of the guy. Right. Uh, he is definitely uh, a guy that when he gets hot, he's absolutely just lethal. Um, I, I, I'm waiting for that to happen. I know that everybody's impatient. As Johnny says, you want immediate results all the time that's just how we're programmed you want to see the immediate results i'm waiting for that hot streak i know when it gets here we're going to be raving about him on this show no doubt about it i'm sure it'll happen you just like you hope that something like that happens now right to to just right the ship and then that will that will that will help propel things hitting's contagious we know that i think steve hashtag confirmed it at one point um so you know there you go you get hot aj pollock yeah, let, let, let's hope so. So, who is your pick to click for tomorrow's game? Who let's, you got? Let's stay with AJ Pollock. I mean, oh, I, wow. just, okay, yeah. let's go. Let's get this started. Let's get the party started. I don't know what we've got to do, but uh, speak it into existence a little bit here. I want to see this hot streak. I'm going to go let's burger. Go. I'm going burger tomorrow. Take burger. There we go. Yep. I like end it. of the series. I want I want him to stay in. He's going to show why they made a good decision on leaving him up here. So, I'm going to go ah, Jake Burger go. tomorrow. You got a backup. Do I have a backup just in case he does not play? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Yasmani Grandal. I, okay. I need to see. I, I need something. So maybe give him some good juju. First time I've, I think I've chosen him this year. So hopefully he can he can do something. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. You got anything else, man? 
No, it's been some pleasant baseball, Chad. I mean, we're getting far too used to losing ball games and talking about them on here. I want to just say thank you. Cheers to all the listeners who tuned into this. Come out here, uh, converse with us, especially those that uh, comment in the YouTube. I appreciate all of you. Uh, Buzz, we got to get some wins here, man. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. We're just going to keep trying. Um, Because as Johnny and I talked about last night, talking about wins and drinking victory beers is far more fun than this, even though I yeah. still enjoy this, but it's hey, still fun time. Win, yeah, win. I want to win. Yeah, absolutely. I want to win. Uh, I don't have much else either tone. So I guess I'll just lead it out. If you're cool with that, um, everybody be sure going on tap sportsnet.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting need saying a prayer tonight. That the white Sox win tomorrow. Uh, that'd be also great. I just added that one in because I really want them to win. Um, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five-star rating and review. Cause that's cool. And tough. Tough. Follow us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at Untap Sportsnet. Follow Tony at Tony on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. If you watched on Facebook or Twitter, please go over to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hop into the comment section with us. That would be awesome. Also, if you're a betting person, betrivers.com, promo code on tap. They will match up to $250 of your first deposit. So please do that. Betrivers.com slash promo code on tap. And they will match up to $250 of your first deposit. Uh, some variation of us will be back tomorrow after Dylan Cease takes the mound against Patrick Sandoval. Uh, let's get that dub and White Sox forever. White Sox forever.